Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. I am Matthew and uh, this time I'm joined by Lucas again. Hi guys. And um, we're going to be talking about the AFL and NRL finals that are happening. Uh, AFL started, NRL is about to start and the Premier League, which we haven't spoken about for a while. So uh, we'll start with the NRL finals as they're about to start. Um, but uh, so th- this weekend, there's uh, four games happening. You've got the Storm versus the Sea Eagles, Roosters, Titans, Panthers, Rabbitohs and Eels Knights. So uh, out of those four games, Lucas, where do you want to start? Um, you wanna, we'll go Manly Storm first. Manly Storm, yeah. So uh, who do you reckon will win that? I actually think it's going to be an upset. I think we'll get Manly to win. They've been on some decent form recently. Um, let me, I can't remember. I think they battered Cowboys in their last game, 46-18. Yeah. Um, they've been on some good form. I mean, they haven't versed the best teams, though, Bulldogs. But still, I think they'll win. Yeah, yeah, I think um, that game will be an interesting one. Uh, the, the Storm's definitely the best team, I reckon. Um, but I think any of the top four really have a shot at causing an upset. Um, maybe except Souths because Luttrell's out uh, with suspension. But, um, yeah, that game will be an interesting one. Um, that's on Friday night. Uh the, moving on to the Saturday afternoon time slot, you've then got our Roosters Titans. And I mean, the Titans just scraped into the top eight, and the Roosters have been safe there for ages. Do, do you see a scenario where the Roosters don't win this one? I mean, honestly, if Roosters don't win, it's, it's just impossible. Yeah. Like, I, I think mean, they'll win and win comfortably. They could very easily have been top four if one or two results changed and the Titans very easily could have missed the eight altogether. So um, yeah. I, I, th- I think that game will be pretty straightforward. Um, then uh, the third game, the Saturday night game, Panthers-Rabbitohs, second and third. I'm, you know, go for the Rabbitohs. Uh, I do think the Panthers are a better team. Uh, they're, I mean, they came in second. Uh, they dominated all of last year, first half of this year. Um, it's just about whether the Panthers can get their superstars in some really good form. But uh, what do you think will happen? I mean, Panthers are very reliant on their two, two or three star players. Um, I think Nathan Cleary is one of them. I think when they had three players injured and for a couple of weeks and they just lost, lost. Lost. I think I lost two games. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think yeah, they lost two games. One of them against the Tigers, which probably shouldn't have happened. But I think with everyone back in good form, I think Panthers will just edge it against the Rabbitohs. Yeah. And, uh, and and then the fourth game, uh, of course, that will be the uh, the Sunday afternoon game. Eels against Knights, sixth by seventh. 
a couple of weeks ago, Josh and I, we both uh, had this game as the 6-7 and we both thought the Knights would cause an upset. But uh, since then, Parramatta's had a good win against the Storm. Um, so I personally have changed my tip to Parramatta. But uh, who do you reckon will win this game? I mean, Parramatta ups and downs in the past two weeks. Winning against Storm, then losing 40-6 to against Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think on paper, Parramatta's got a way better, a better team. They should, on paper, they'll win it. It's just up to if they can put it together on the field. Yeah, so uh, j- just looking back at the form for these eight teams, just in the last round, I reckon Storm Manly, they both had pretty good wins, but Manly was comfortable. So yeah, I think it's safe to say Manly uh, are coming into this game in better form, but Melbourne are just so professional. Uh, you then look at uh, Roosters-Titans, Roosters' big win against the Raiders uh, over the weekend. Uh, Titans, a big win against the Warriors. But the Roosters will have three extra days rest, which could be a big uh, factor. Uh, You look at Rabideaus' Panthers. Panthers had a big win. Rabideaus kind of just scraped over the line against the Dragons. And uh, and then Parramatta and Newcastle both losing. uh, The only uh, losing teams going into the finals, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so that game could be interesting. Um, I mean, another factor, you got Knights. You can't really be losing to Broncos. Team's coming second last. Team came second last in the last week, yeah. last round. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, um, yeah, with uh, these games, there, I think there's going to be a few close ones. It'll certainly be interesting. Um, but I think we should look back at what happened when these teams met earlier this season. So uh, Storm against the Sea Eagles, that was only in round 21, just about a month ago, a month and a day. That game was uh, 18 to 28 in the Storm's way. So uh, it, it looks like, you know, Manly could still make an upset, like we've been saying, but really the Storm... Um, uh, they're just a more experienced team, so it's going to be close. Uh, you then look at uh, Roosters-Titans, and, uh, yeah, that was a really close game in round 14. Roosters winning by one point, 35-34, um, which, uh, I mean, that game's going to be an absolute classic. Um, there were 12 tries in total, and it was a 78th-minute uh, point uh, what's called field goal uh, after two tries in the last 10 minutes um, so that game r- really close and uh, just as a neutral fan uh, I hope that it'll be close uh, again like that uh, then you look at the Panthers Rabbitohs game these two teams met in round 11 Panthers smashed the Rabbitohs and I think that's been a bit of the rab- uh, weakness for the Rabbitohs this year, I think we concede 50 points against both Penrith and Melbourne, um, which really isn't what you want, especially in finals. And then in round 23, Penrith won 25 uh, 12. And then last game of the round, uh, Knights against Eels, when they met uh, earlier this year, the Eels smashed them 40 to 4. Um, so, you know, maybe the Eels can. 
uh, bring that again, especially the Knights aren't in the best form, a one-point win, a two-point win, a win against the Bulldogs, uh, and then losing to the Broncos in the last four rounds of the season. Um, so there's not much there that uh, that uh, makes it look strong for the Knights. But, um, yeah, what, what, what do you I mean, think? He was... It was concede a lot of points. I think they have a problem defending, but yeah. they also do score a lot of points. Was, I think Eels will win. Eels will win against the Knights, mainly due to form. Yeah. And Titans just, there's just no, I don't think there's a chance for them. Yeah. So uh, I think now we should do a ladder, pre- well, not a ladder predictor, a finals predictor now. Uh just go through that. So uh, Storm Sea Eagles, uh, so I'll go first. Uh, I have the Storm winning that pretty comfortably. Um, just I think they're just too good. Roosters, Tysons, I have the Roosters. Panthers, Rabbitohs, I think the Panthers will win that. Uh, and then Knights, Eels, I think the Eels are coming in better form. Uh, sea Eagles, Roosters, Sea Eagles and Rabbitohs, Eels, Rabbitohs. I think there's a clear top four, even though the Roosters and Eels are pushing it. Um, and then I think Storm and Sea Eagles, uh, Sea Eagles in an upset in the prelim, um, and then Storm to win the grand final would be uh, my prediction. But uh, what about you, Lucas? So uh, you have Melbourne Manly. I had I had Manly to win that one, Manly and then go win. straight to the preliminary preliminary final, and yep. Storm to face off against Roosters in the semi final. Yeah. Um, and then Eels to win comfortably against Knights because I don't think Knights just haven't been on form. There's, yeah, just go straight out. Um, and Panthers, Panthers go straight to the preliminary final, and Souths go against Parramatta in the semis. Yeah. Um, and then ahead of that, I think Souths will beat. Eels versus Manly in the semis and Storm versus Panthers. Yeah. And then in the final, I have I have Manly, Manly Panthers. Yeah, so who do you reckon will win that? Uh, I mean, I think Pan- recently, Panthers. Uh, Panthers have been on decent form recently. It's just, yeah. can they keep it up in the finals? And if they do, I think they'll win comfortably that game as well. Yeah, going to be interesting, uh, that game. But uh, I, I think that'll do us for the, the NRL part of this uh, this episode. Uh, moving across to the other major sporting code uh, in Australia, you have the, the AFL. And uh, before we go to uh, this week's fixtures, I think we should look at last week's. Um, so we'll, I think we'll start with Geelong GWS. Uh, did you get to see much of that game? Uh, yeah, and honestly, I'd rather not talk about it from a giant fan <laughs> perspective. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I watched most of the first half, a uh, bit of the third quarter. Um, I actually missed uh, my team Geelong's five, I think it was five goals in a row in throughout the third quarter, but uh, really it was just uh, a game of Geelong's class. Uh, We've been a better team um, 
And we are, we do tend to punch down a bit in finals and GWS coming in seventh. Um, but really, uh, if there's one player who made a huge difference for Geelong, it's our big Asava Radagalia uh, joining the forward line there. Um, he, he only touched the ball five times, but he just opened it up for our other forwards to dominate. And uh, that's clear when you look at the stats. You know, Tom Hawkins got five goals. Uh, Jeremy Cameron got two. Gary Rowan got two. So nine goals between our big three. Um, even if Radicalia only got one, uh, just the way he performs was really talented. Um, but then you move on to the other game in the AFL. And uh, well, I personally think this is one of the games of, of the century. Semi-final, uh, really close. Brisbane Bulldogs uh, it was pretty much a 50-50 going into the game. And uh, you, you look at the way the game flowed. It was just so tight. It just it was it'd be close for a few minutes and then one team would get two or three goals and then it would be close and then another team would get it back. It was just Bulldogs got an early lead, then Brisbane got some, then Bulldogs got it back, then Brisbane and then back to Bulldogs. And then that brings us to the last quarter uh, where, uh, well, Brisbane had a 10-point lead, but that was chopped down very quickly um, down to a four-point lead for Brisbane and then out to a an eight-point lead to the Bulldogs. Uh, Lincoln McCarthy behind got it back to seven, but then Tom Fullerton got it back to a one-point uh, game, kicking a goal for Brisbane. Uh, and then a couple of behinds either way, bring it or square. And then Bailey Smith kicking one of the goals of the year with a snap, uh, wasn't really a snap, but a drop punt from the pocket. And uh, a great celebration too with the get vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> gave himself the jab in the celebration. Uh, and then Zach Bailey, uh, the one of the most clutch players in the AFL, gets a goal back. And then a Vandermeer point gets it over the line for the Bulldogs. Uh, did you see much of that game, Lucas? And what do you think of it? Honestly, I didn't. I'll be honest, I didn't really see that game. But hearing you talk about it, it sounds very interesting. Yeah, uh, the the AFL would have put out the last two minutes, which I think would have included both goals and the point. And, uh, you know, Brisbane almost came out, uh, you know, attacking almost after Bulldogs got the point with like 50 seconds to go. They came out, it was in their forward line, uh, but they just couldn't get the job done. But um, that'll that'll bring us to look forward to this week where there's two interesting games. They're both a repeat of round 23. So Melbourne against Geelong on Friday night and uh, Bulldogs against Port on Saturday night. Uh, I think the place to start is Port Adelaide against the Western Bulldogs. Uh, that'll be at the Adelaide Oval, which is Port Adelaide's home ground. And on round 23, when these two teams met, Bulldogs came out to a flying start. Uh, but Port Adelaide uh, brought it back uh, after conceding the first four goals to win a great game by two points. Um, so that, that's what happened when these two teams meet. And uh, it'll be an interesting game as well. Um, who, who do you reckon will win it? The whole thing or just that game? Oh, j- just that game for now. Okay. Uh, Port Adelaide, I think, will edge, edge it slightly. I don't think they'll win by a 20-point margin, probably within 10 points, I think they'll win it. 
Yeah. And uh, it's also worth noting in 2016, the Bulldogs came from seventh to win the premiership with four of the best wins. And uh, this year they're coming from fifth. Uh, I personally think the Bulldogs will win, actually. Port Adelaide just haven't looked. Uh, They've performed against some top four teams, but uh, they they just haven't looked good enough across the season. And I think the Bulldogs coming off two wins, Port Adelaide coming off the bye will just push them over. Um, And then the other game, the big gun game, the the big Friday night game, uh, Geelong against Melbourne. Uh, It's going to be in Perth of all places, the two oldest teams in the AFL. And, of course, when they met in round 23, Geelong led by 44 before choking and uh, conceding the last seven or eight goals of that game. Max Gorn, Melbourne's captain, goal after the siren. And uh, when we met in round four, Melbourne also won that. Uh, you, You look at Geelong's prelim record in recent years, we just... Don't look up to scratching finals. We uh, lost in 2013, 2016, 2017 and 2019 and then won the preliminary final last year. Um, but uh, what, what do you think will happen in this game? I mean, judging by Geelong's recent finals history, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll win this one. And yeah. Just because you're a Geelong fan, I, I also hope that they don't win. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah, recent history says that Melbourne will win it. So I, I think I'm going to have to go with that. Yeah, uh, I, I've got a bit of optimism, but at the same time, Melbourne, they're the fairy tale team and uh, they're looking good and and if Geelong don't win it, I want Melbourne to win it. But I think Melbourne will win this game. Um, I think they've been a better team all year. Um, that being said, Geelong, they're still very experienced. Um, certainly this year with the addition of Isaac Smith, that's someone who definitely knows how to win finals. Uh, the, issue, the biggest issue for Geelong will be the injury to Brendan Parfit. Uh, who went down with a hamstring injury. He's out for the season. Um, That happened last week. Um, But, uh, well, I guess uh, now we've set our predictions for this week, we might as well have a go at the Premiership. So you have a Port Adelaide against Melbourne Green final. Who do you have winning that? If Port Adelaide do win, I I think they will. I think they'll end up choking the final. Yeah, I think they'll start off with a with an early lead, and then they just they'll just go all the way downhill from there. Yeah, I think uh, I think Melbourne have a bit of Geelong in two thousand and seven about them. They're a fairy tale team trying to break a premiership drought, um, and I think uh, whoever they meet in the grand final, they will win. Um, and I think a lot of people think they will win. Uh, so I hope for their sake, the pressure doesn't get to them. Um, but uh, moving on now to a topic we haven't spoken about for a while. It's the uh, the Premier League. Uh, and there's been three match days. But uh, I think we're not going to start with an actual game. We should start with uh, some of the, the biggest transfer news. Could even be bigger than Messi joining PSG, Ronaldo joining Man United. What do you think of this, Lucas? It's a great signing for Man United. I think they've probably had 
now with the the addition of Ronaldo, I think they just added against PSG for the best transfer window ever. Um, he will really help with the goals, as we saw last year. Man United, I think the only game they really scored a lot of goals was against Southampton. And they put um, nine on them or something, didn't they? Yeah. I th- but besides that, I think most of the games were scoring. Um, but hopefully he'll make some goals for them and maybe help them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's definitely a big signing for the Premier League. It's the first time since, what, 2013 when they've had one of Messi or Ronaldo and they've never had Messi. It's Ronaldo returning. Um, but it, it feels like there's there's a really big player back in the Premier League again, and that would definitely attract a lot of fans. Um, but uh, I guess now we should talk about uh, the games that have happened. Uh, so there's been three match days. We'll start with the first one. And uh, the very first game of the season, I reckon everyone's second favourite team, Brentford, shocked Arsenal uh, with a 2-0 win. Um and uh, as well as that, uh, over the course of the first match week, uh, Man U won uh, 5-1 in a comprehensive win. My team, Liverpool, won 3-0. Uh, your team, Chelsea, won 3-0. Uh, Leicester got a win. Um, West Ham and Newcastle played a 4-2 result in West Ham's way. And uh, Tottenham beat Man City 1-0. And uh, I think that was a bit of a shock, but... Uh, out of those games, what's your main talking point from there? I mean, at first it was the Brentford Arsenal team. So, um, but I think the other main talking point was Tottenham, Manchester City, because over that game, Saga of Harry Kane, who currently who had links to Man City, yeah, very heavily linked with Man City, said he wanted to leave, and he did not see the game. And then I think a week later, he said staying and Man City now in the mud, no transfer window tracker. Yeah. Yeah. Best window uh, for them. Yeah, I think match day one, other than those two games, it went uh, pr- pretty much as expected. Liverpool and Chelsea both did well. And uh, Mo Salah set the record for most consecutive uh, match day ones where he got a goal. He's done it every season since he joined the Premier League, 2017, 18, 19, 20 and 21. So he's done it five times. The record before was four. And, um, yeah, some... Big games to come out of that. Uh, you then moved to match day two. Man City bounced back really well with a 5-0 win. Uh, your team, Chelsea, beat Arsenal 2-0. Uh, Man United had a bit of a shock draw against Southampton. This is, of course, before Ronaldo came. Uh, West Ham smashed Leicester 4-1. Um, and uh, I think I haven't missed anyone there. Oh, Tottenham won too. Uh, but, but what do you think of uh, match day two? With him, I did. Last off a five against Leeds, 
than drawing to a team that everyone put to get relegated. I think not really the best result for them. Yeah, yeah, and it's um, yeah, the, 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 sorry, uh, there's been some shock results there, uh, especially that draw for me and you, as you said. Um, but uh, you, you then move to uh, to match day three. Um, so our two teams, Liverpool and Chelsea, played out a one-all draw, bit of a stalemate. Uh, Leicester beat Norwich 2-1. Norwich with a really hard start. Me and you got back on the winner's list. Tottenham continued their perfect start. Um, but I think the biggest game of match day three is uh, Man City battering Arsenal. Uh, it was a 5-0 win. Man City's second uh, win with five goals in a row. Um, there was a red card for Arsenal. And uh, some of the stats from this game were incredible. Man City had over 80% possession. Uh, Arsenal only had one shot. They they just didn't get near it. Um, Arsenal are just in a shambles. Um, what, what do you think? Do they do they sack the coach? Do they do they get new players? Do they spend some? Money? How do you fix Arsenal right now? I mean, I think the main problem with Arsenal is Teta's trying trying to make a new start for the team that the player has doesn't spend and money trying to build with that player that he wants in of looking at the players he has, their weaknesses, play off his play strength, and then they might pick up some wins. I think that's probably the best way to get out of 20th position. Yeah. And um, so uh, just before we go, uh, let's have a look at the table. Uh, So Tottenham, of course, at number one. Uh, with perfect start, three wins, only team to do that. And they're all one-nil wins, so not very high scoring. Uh, then you get five teams all on two wins and a draw, being West Ham, Man U, Chelsea, Liverpool and Everton. Um, yeah, a, lot, a lot of good teams there. Uh, then teams on two wins and a loss, you have Leicester, Brighton and Man City. Um, and Leicester and Man City are playing each other in the next round. Uh, then Brentford on five points, Aston Villa on four, and Watford on three. Um, and then you move into some of the lower end teams. You have Southampton, Crystal Palace, and Leeds all on two points. Uh, Burnley and Newcastle just with a one draw, and Wolves, Norwich, and Arsenal getting off to a horror start. Um, but uh, j- just before we go, Norwich and Arsenal play each other uh, this week. Uh, for bottom of the table clash, who do you reckon is going to win? I think, I mean, on paper, surely they have to win. Yeah. You if, can't. If Arsenal lose just, that, it's just sack the coach territory, surely. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's going to be an interesting one. I suggest uh, you all tune into that. Um, but uh, I, th- I think that's going to be a good place to wrap up now. Uh, so, Lucas, thank you for joining me. And, um, you, yeah, 
and uh, we'll, there'll be uh, another episode next week. There's going to be two episodes again. Um, and then uh, after that, it's grand final time for the AFL and then NRL. Um, so that, there's going to be some good stuff coming up. But um, th- thank you for listening. And uh, please uh, listen again next week to the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. <laughs>